Welcome to the ICS with Gabe podcast. We're here. We talk about industrial cybersecurity, the latest happenings in the field, and cybersecurity as a whole. I'll also be providing you some tips and some learning resources for getting into this particular flavor of cybersecurity. So again, sit back and welcome to the ICS with Gabe podcast. Hello, this is Gabriel Agbarucci, and welcome back to episode two of the ICS with Gabe podcast, where today we are speaking about a very interesting topic that is very prevalent. Everybody talks about it in, I mean, not even only cybersecurity, but in IT in general. And that's the subject of certifications, right? Certifications, certifications, certifications. So it happens in IT. It also happens in cybersecurity and even more specifically what we'll be talking about. And we're, and we're going to kind of cover the whole full gambit of it is that we're talk about um, ICS specific certifications. But we'll start with that of cybersecurity certifications in general. But before we get to that, I want to start with just kind of talking about what's kind of happening with with me. So, you know, kind of put a little bit of myself or some current happenings in my own life. And right now, during the time of this filming, it is the Thanksgiving holiday had just ended. And um, usually I'll probably take this segment to go over special projects or things that I've been doing. But most recently, I've had fourth quarter travel and work. So it's been a lot of engagements. So really, what's latest been happening with me or what the latest happenings are with me is that I've been resting. I've been taking some time to just, you know, take some time away from work and kind of just rest and relax, spend time with my wife, spend time with family back in Detroit, where I'm originally from. And yeah, that's pretty much what's been happening with me lately. And uh, yeah, it's been very, very valuable to tune into a lot of YouTube, listening to other podcasts. Let's see what else. Playing games on my phone, <laughs> just just things that I don't typically do, um, but uh, things that can take my mind away and take and allow me to relax and recharge. So that is what's been latest or the latest thing that's been happening with me. So let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's start with certifications, right? And I think that one thing that is very important when talking about certifications or any subject in general, sometimes you can say what something is by starting off with saying what it's not. So the first part of this is the cybersecurity certification misconceptions. Certification misconceptions. We'll start there because we're trying to figure out what something is by what it's not. Specifically what that thing is, certifications. So I'm just going to kind of go down a list of things that certifications are not or what certifications are not going to guarantee you. So starting with number one. Number one, a certification will not guarantee you a job. I know that's hard to hear, right? I, let me say it again for the people in the back. A certification will not guarantee you a job in the field that you want to be in. And let me unpack that a little bit. Um, Twitter, Reddit, tech exams, LinkedIn. There's a lot of different forms where individuals talk about these things as it concerns certifications, right? CompTIA, get this CompTIA Security Plus certification, get this CISSP certification, get this CEH from EC Council certification. 
and you'll be guaranteed a job. I think at times this can be abused by not necessarily certifying bodies, but maybe training organizations I, I see that sell this, that, hey, you take my course, you go through this boot camp, you get the certification, and you're guaranteed a job. I want to start off there by saying that a certification will not guarantee you a job. Just want to throw that out there. Going with the next one. A certification does not necessarily communicate that you will be proficient at performing a particular job function. Let me say that one more time. It was a little lengthy. <clears throat> a certification does not necessarily communicate that you will be proficient at performing a particular job function. Prime example. A lot of times there's this the sexy part of cybersecurity are the hackers. Those individuals who are doing ethical hacking. And there's a particular certification called Certified Ethical Hacker, right? So there's ethical hacking, the job function. Uh, you know, typically penetration testers, red, red teamers do this function. And then there's a certification called Certified Ethical Hacking. Those two do not necessarily equate to one another. Just because you have the Certified Ethical Hacking certification does not mean that you're a certified ethical hacker and know all the ins and outs. I actually have that certification and really, I would consider it something of a beginning type of cert as it concerns um, ethical hacking because it really introduces you to the concepts. There's no really practical, you're not sitting down and proving your ability to perform ethical hacking type of functions. Um, you're not doing anything or you're not tested um, in the certification process of doing anything. It's just pretty much going over. It's all multiple choice. And you're pretty much answering questions on things like attack vectors, you know, scanning, enumeration, exploitation, post-exploitation, backdoors. It's pretty much like you're going through, you know, definitions. And you're going through a lot of tools too, right? They go cover NMAP or some even older ones, Montego or, you know, some GUI based things like Zen map. So back to the point, certified ethical hacker certification does not equate to you being a certified ethical hacker, which goes to the overall point is that a certification does not necessarily communicate that you are able to perform a job function. That was number two. Number three, a certific a certification is not a degree. Hmm. This might, you know, rub some individuals the wrong way. But it's not a degree. Certifications are great. It's awesome. There are things that can help you um, increase and move forward in your IT career field, especially in cybersecurity. Um, but it's not equivalent to a bachelor's degree in many jobs um, or a master's degree, where at times I see individuals pretty much stacking them, you know, certification uh, acronyms behind their name. As if someone was putting like, you know, letters from a doctorate or a master's degree. This is not a commentary about what anyone does with their certification titles or anything. But I would like to say that it's not the same as a degree. Right. That's why, you know, on job postings, they have, you know, certifications, but they also have an education section. Right? So, again, you know, not taking jabs or anybody or anything. But I think that it's good to know that. Those two are not equivalent certifications and degrees. And the last one um, for what a certification is not or what certifications are not is gaining 
Number four, gaining a million certifications does not make you elite or elite. Um, at times, people can feel as if, you know, I got 30, 40 different certifications. Therefore, I'm a subject matter expert or I'm an individual who should command a certain salary or I'm an individual who should command a certain title, right? I need to be a director or I need to be an architect in this particular role. Um, but I don't think that certifications really do that. I think that they, and we'll get into that later of what they actually are or next actually, but they do not guarantee or they do not say or mean that you are amazing at everything because you have a million certifications. Okay, just framing it, starting off from the beginning, the misconceptions. One, certification is not does not guarantee you a job. Number two, a certification does not necessarily communicate that you're able be you'll be able to perform a particular job function. Number three, certification is not a degree. And number four, gaining a certification or a million certifications does not make you elite or elite. Okay, that's what they're not. Now we're gonna get into the next section. Now we're going to kind of frame it more. We're going to kind of get into what they actually are. Um, so number one, what they actually are, certifications. And I think that this is important, right? People can really glean a lot from this. That's typically there are two sides, right? There's like an extreme side and there is a very kind of liberal or anything goes type of side. Typically, the truth is somewhere in the middle. It, the truth is somewhere in the middle. And, I, and I'm... You know, that's my attempt here at this next section for framing what certifications actually are. So the first one is that certifications can help uh, you express your knowledge of a certain subject matter to a potential employer. Right. That's important. Right. Because, say, for instance, um, an employer has a Cisco environment. And one thing that's very might be very important in that job function is individuals who are just familiar with the Cisco command line. Right. Uh, so I think that that's something that is like a CCNA, Cisco Certified Network Associate Certification, can inform an, a potential employer of to say, hey, this guy knows Cisco. This guy knows, you know, configuring routers or doing particular security related functions uh with with cisco devices and we have a lot of those in our environment i think that's kind of an, an example of where certifications can help inform a potential employer of some of your knowledge base to work in their environment number two it can help and this is this 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 is great w one thing i had to realize is that it helps to bypass those pesky job posting filters sometimes you might apply on certain websites or like an indeed a linkedin maybe even USA Jobs for some of those clear type of positions. And they're pretty much, it goes into a particular engine that pretty much is like checking to see, do you have this, this, that, 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 right? This person has a bachelor's, this person has this certification, this person has, has that. And that a lot of times, if you don't check certain boxes, you won't get to even a recruiter, let alone the hiring manager. Your application will pretty much be pushed to the side electronically and you won't even be able to get in front of the people who have the capability to give you um, an opportunity for that job position. So one thing is that certifications can help you, certifications can help you to bypass those 
pesky job filters, job posting filters. Number three is that if strategically obtained, it can be used as proof that you are a continual learner, right? A lifelong learner and that you have certifications that can complement one another. Prime example or let's see how to better phrase this. Uh, yeah, prime example is that I don't think it's best to just get every certification that you might have a small interest in. Cybersecurity in general has a lot of different functions or I have a lot of different types of specialties that you can get into. You might have penetration testing, the one I was mentioning earlier with the ethical hacking. Uh, you might have digital forensics. You might have that of uh, cryptography. You might have that of network security. You have a you have several different areas that you can get into. But obtaining a certification in every single one that you might have a little bit of interest, malware analysis in, right? Um, it might not be your best bet for really gaining a knowledge base that complement one another, right? That makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense. That makes sense. So typically you want to get things that complement one another. So prime, so an example, right? You might want to get, start off in net, networking, which is typically a, a lot of the advice that I give. Start, start off in networking because it pretty much goes over how computers talk, how devices talk and those type of conversations that they have. And a lot of times what happens is that in security specifically, you want a greater focus in on those areas, um, in those device conversations that might look malicious, that might look like something that shouldn't, a conversation that shouldn't be happening, right? So having that networking there is very important, I think, as a foundation. But then you might want to complement that, right? Talking about certifications complementing one another. Um, you might want to complement that with a penetration testing type of certification because, you, now that you know what the conversations look like, what good and bad conversations look look like uh, with a penetration testing or some type of offensive security type of certification, you'll be able to possibly imp implement some of your own malicious or uh, type of traffic into that network or be able to disrupt some of that network traffic using, of course, with with uh, with with proper approval of organizations and 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 groups, you'll be able to, so that network security combined with that uh, offensive security can help you become a better penetration tester, right? So that's just kind of one example of being able to strategically obtain certifications that complement one another, that will be able to prove that you, that, hey, this person is a lifelong learner and they're, get, and they're getting certifications that kind of build up their skill set in a particular area. So again, Going over these, what certifications are that they can help you um, to express your knowledge in certain areas. Number two, can help you to bypass those pesky job filters. And finally, um, if strategically obtained, they can kind of tell a story of your learning and can help you gain certifications that complement one another. Okay. Whew. That's that segment, right? So that's the misconceptions. And just some just some advice that I have seen that have um, that that's that's worked well for me. OK, now we're getting into specific certifications. What certifications exist in cybersecurity? 
And then even drilling down into industrial control systems or industrial cybersecurity certifications, because this is what ICS with Gabe. OK, so typically and I'm going to give like a brief overview. And again, this is not an exhaustive list of certifications. These are just ones that I have seen are more of the popular ones and that individuals recommend more often than not. So kind of going from that beginner to intermediate certifications. Um, CompTIA has a certification called Security Plus. Um, it pretty much goes over the general starting path for, for cybersecurity. Goes over um, the CIA triad, confidentiality, integrity, availability of services, kind of gets into defense in depth concepts. But they can also, but I think the certification also has some configuration involved. There's some systems, stuff with firewalls, stuff with intrusion detection systems. So it kind of runs the full gambit of a lot of those cybersecurity industry fundamentals, kind of a baseline type of certification for security. And in certain fields, it can be pretty much all that you need. I know for certain government positions, the Security Plus is something that's very coveted and very sought after because um, for a lot of those cleared positions, um, individuals get this certification. Um, so on the list, this on a DOD, I think it's 8570 or something like, like that list, where the Security Plus, um, you can be in multiple roles. With, this, with just a Security Plus certification. So that checks a box in certain Department of Defense, U.S. Department of Defense field. So Security Plus, that's one of the first ones. We also have the GSEC, which stands for the GIAC uh, Security Essential Certification. This one is put on by the SANS Inst Institute. And I'll be mentioning several of those throughout this um, um, list of certifications because they're pretty much, I mean, other than... CompTIA, um, they're pretty much, you know, on the top of the certification training and certifying bodies in the industry, um, even for industrial control systems. So uh, this is the uh, so the GSEC is a SANS certification and it kind of goes over. It's I, I kind of think of it as like a beefier security plus uh, SANS certifications are pretty much all open book. Well, not pretty much, but they are all open books uh, exams. Um, you typically go through a week of training before you take take these exams and then you go through your books and you um, um, kind of label pages and index them to get ready for the exam. And it's all multiple choice questions. And um, so that's kind of the GSEC that I that I would consider it like a beefier security plus. Again, just doing an overview of these certifications, not exhaustive, but we might go into a part two of this maybe if i have a guest and they have some different pers perspectives that might be something interesting so the third one i want to mention is the cissp i think everybody knows what that one is typically people say the cissp is a managerial type of certification but i think it's 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 good for anyone who's kind of in that mid-range of their certification journey because it has a a particular years of experience in cybersecurity role requirement before you can even sit for the exam. That's a very good one. Uh, the next one is the GCIH, which is another SANS certification. Um, stands for the GAC Certified Incident Handler uh, certification. I think that really is very good for incident response and more blue team type of um, individuals. Um, it's a very good certification that's, again, very popular amongst those forensics and incident response individuals. And then, of course, we have the GPIN, 
um, which is the GIAC penetration tester um, certification. Um, that's an offensive security certification. It pretty much goes over the steps it takes in order to um, perform a penetration test, right? Or just offensive security in general. And uh, another one, which is probably the top, one of the top ones, probably the, the, the top certification for offensive security is the OSCP. Um, the It's pretty much like a 24-hour exam where you're pretty much hacking at boxes, trying to gain enough points in order to pass the exam. And then you have to present the lab report, which is probably the most real life type of certification that you can take where you're actually implementing or doing things during the exam that you'll actually be doing during an actual uh, penetration test. So those are the ones security plus GSEC, CISSP, GCIH, GPIN, and also the OSCP. And these are probably all be, these will all be in the show notes that, that I'll provide. Next, I want to kind of get into something a little bit of a bridge between that of those general cybersecurity certifications and kind of getting into some of those ICS ones. So this one is a bridge, and that bridge, I, would, I believe, is networking. So these are some networking uh, certifications that I think that would very much so complement um, um, some of those initial certifications and even some of those ICS certifications that I'll mention going down further. Um, so the CCNA, I think I mentioned that earlier, CCNA, CCNP, CCNA stands for Cisco Certified Network Associate and Cisco Certified Network Professional. Now, now they have different tracks. Well, right now in 2019, which will change soon, they have the routing and switching, I think is really good. The CCNA routing and switching and the CCNP routing and switching and also the CCNA security and CCNP security certifications. Now, they they have a very um, kind of they're leaning. Yeah, they 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 do. These are very Cisco specific. You're working, especially with the security, the CCNA and CCNP security certifications. You're pretty much focusing on Cisco equipment security specifics as it concerns those. Um, but you also get a very solid foundation about security and overall routing and switching. Just the networking perspectives, OSI uh, uh, layers, and um, kind of how devices talk packets and segments and um, kind of starting from pretty much like your your like troubleshooting um, um, process, getting all the way up to having a full blown imp implementing routing protocols like OSC, uh, I mean OS, uh, to, oh man, I haven't studied for these in a while, like the RIP uh, routing protocol and the OSPF and BGP and certain environments, kind of having a fully running um, computer net network kind of gets into there with the CCNA and CCNMP. And when you get into the security specifics, it's pretty much those routing and switching basics plus a whole bunch of security. So. Uh, so that's the CCNA, CCNP, but also EC Council, not EC Council, but um, CompTIA has a Network Plus, which kind of accompanies the, the Security Plus and also kind of rivals with the CCNA. But 
it's the network pluses uh, vendor agnostic. It don't go over particular vendors like Cisco or Palo Alto or Juniper. They specifically just go over networking fundamentals with the Network Plus certification. But then you also have your Palo Altos and your Juniper certifications. I think these are now I know Palo Alto, they have a large range of certifications, pretty much very equivalent to the, like the Cisco certification track. But it's not as popular a lot of times in industry. Um I see a lot of the Juniper networking certifications um, international. They're more popular um, outside of the U.S., but uh, I don't see them a lot from inside of the U.S. positions. But those are kind of a list of some of the certifications from more of the networking type of side. So the CCNA, CCNP, Network Plus by CompTIA. Then you have the Palo Alto certification track and the Juniper uh, certification track. And this is all net networking. Now let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the ICS specific certifications. And then here I also added training because I think the certification realm um, for ICS is a bit uh, limited at the moment, but the trainings kind of go hand in hand with those. So let's start from the top. So pretty much gold standard um, in industrial control system, cybersecurity certifications is the GICSP, which is the G, uh, the global, I'm sorry, the GAC Industrial Control Systems Professional Certifications. And that's another SANS certification. So this is pretty much gold standard for industrial control systems or OT security practitioners. I mean, almost, I think almost every single job posting has that particular certification on it as it concerns ICS professionals um, and roles. So that's pretty much the standard i mean you're going over purdue model you're going over it versus or yeah it versus ot type of environments you're looking at hmis you're looking at plcs you actually in the certification class or in the sans class you actually get a little plc that you program during uh the class and you kind of go over some specifics as it concerns security implement implications of some of the configurations that you implement. So I thought that was, that's a really interesting certification and training that you go through for the GICSP certification. Again, gold standard. If you're looking at SAN certifications and you're looking at getting into ICS, the GICSP is pretty much gold standard starting there. You also have a company is the next one over that one. Um, I think that's uh, kind of a level up. Um, it's called the GAC, the, so it's called the GRID certification, the GAC Response and Industrial Defense Certification. I haven't taken this one. Um, I'm looking to eventually, but it kind of goes over more of that incident response and even get more into some of the specifics as it concerns addressing issues or defending against security issues in industrial control system environments. So. That's the next one. But then you also have the ISA IEC 62443 cybersecurity certification track. So they have several tracks. Um, so you kind of go from the cybersecurity fundamental specialist um, certification. So that's kind of like the baseline one. And then you can work all the way up to the expert level. Again, this will be in the show notes for more of your eyes to see um, when you get into some of the specifics. But that's the ISA IEC 62443 certification track. But then now getting more into the trainings, you have the DHS, the ICS security training. 
So you have two different kind of tracks or versions, or I think it's actually three different type of trainings that you can go through. They have one that you can actually sign up for right now for free, and that's through the ICS Cert Training um, um, website. So it's a computer-based training, free computer-based training where you kind of get an introduction to industrial control system cybersecurity or industrial control systems in general. It starts it starts there from that baseline, kind of defining what is critical infrastructure and kind of building upon that in the different industries that are involved. And then there are several in-person um, training events that or trainings that are provided um, actually for free too. You just have to pay or your employer has to pay for your travel and stay. They have the red team and, and I think probably the, the premier training and they have it multiple times a year, actually multiple times a month at, at times because of the popularity of this is the, um, the red team, blue team uh, training. It's thought of as being more advanced type of trading not i guess not you know uh, like a oscp level like you're not doing offensive security but you're focusing on um two different sides the red team and the blue team in the industrial control system environment and you're there with several other individuals attending the training kind of learning a lot of those fundamentals but even being able to you know have a laptop in front of you and, be, and being able to go through several exercises with the trainers from um, inl the idaho national labs so that's the DHS ICS security training. Um, the one online with the CBT computer-based training, but there's also free in-person uh, training. But probably a lesser known one is the OPSWAT training, O-P-S-W-A-T training. For those who don't know who OPSWAT is, they're actually a vendor. Um, so my background is in nuclear. So we use OPSWAT, um, what you call scanning kiosk. And these are devices that we used, um, we kind of put up in several different buildings. And what we would do is that anytime, any type of removable media, like a USB drive, uh, a, a CD, or anything that will touch what we call critical digital assets in a nuclear plant, they had to be scanned and processed by these OPSWAT scanning kiosks. Um, and that was, that was how I learned about what this organization was. But I did not know that they had trainings. So they actually have trainings on their website. And these trainings are for free. And you can earn certifications through them also. And those are the OPSWATS, O-P-S-W-A training. And this is all computer-based based training, which is pretty cool. So kind of just one overall, just kind of just rounding it all out is that um, for the ICS certifications and training, you have the GICSP through SANS, you have the GRID certification through SANS, you have the ISA IEC 62443 certification, uh, where you go from fundamentals to the expert, but then you also have the DHS ICS training, which has CBT, like computer-based trainings, uh, to free in-person training, and also lesser known, honorable mention, is the OPSWAT training. And that's also very vendor you know, it leans very much towards OpSWAT's um, offerings, but it does go over some very found foundational industrial control system security type of material. Okay. Okay. Whew. That was a mouthful. But those, so that's kind of going over some of the certifications. I think this is more of like an intro to the certifications because there's so much conversation that happens around this. I just would say that it's, good to obtain certifications, especially in industrial control systems. It can show a lot of your expertise in certain areas um, or show employers that you have expertise in certain areas. 
And um, I think that you can use them to kind of build up and kind of craft your way through um, um, your career um, as you see fit. And I would definitely recommend finding things that complements, finding certifications that complement one another. Don't just get AWS because everybody's getting an AWS cert. Don't just get a CCNA, a Cisco cert just because everybody else is getting it. And it's the new hot type of certification. Really think about how you would incorporate a new certification into what you already have or some of the skill set that you have or some of the interests that you have. So, okay. Well, I think that is it for this particular podcast. ICS Certs episode two has come to a conclusion. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And we'll and I'll see you again at episode three. Thanks for coming to ICS with Gabe.